Hey, I'm Russ. And I'm Steve. Growing up in the 80s, we were introduced to video games, movies, and technology that made a lasting impression on us and forever enriched our lives. I think I'm gonna cry! It's been a fascinating journey to be a part of, one that we constantly treasure. Fire! Booty! Our goal is simple. Share our magical moments of discovery and geek out with lovely folks. Just like you! Uh, achievement unlocked! So if you crave pixel goodness, memorable moments, and experiences that make your inner child do the happy dance, you've come to the right place. Let's do this! Welcome to Joygasm! <laughs> yeah! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Joygasm. My name is Russ, Xbox Live Toaster 360, and with me, as always, Steve, aka Xbox Live Stevevich, as we plunge headfirst into episode 10 on this May 31st, 2017. How's it going, everybody? And you, Russ. Oh, I'm doing just fine and Danny over here, Steve. Thank you. That's good to hear, Russ. Real good. <laughs> I just wanted to give a plug to us because I like doing that sort of thing. If you have a question, comment, or something saucy to say, you can always find us on twitter.com slash joygasmtv. We're also on facebook.com slash joygasmtv. And uh, you can also find us on SoundCloud if you happen to be on there. We're on soundcloud.com slash joygasmtv. Our main topic of the day. We'll focus on the latest developments of the Joygasm show and what the future holds for the program. But first things first, Steve. Yes. What have you been playing? Uh, well, and um, memoriam of Memorial Day. Oh, I uh, played a little more uh, Battlefield One. Ah, progressed a little further. Very appropriate given the date. Mm-hmm. The game is getting. More difficult now that I'm on Act 3. Had to go through that one quite a few times to actually live and tell the tale. And it's uh, still very, very good. Mm-hmm. It's just so nice. It's just so nice. I just wish it was it's longer because I'm in, I'm in episode or episode act, whatever you want to call it, uh, <laughs> 3, and it feels like it's I'm halfway through the game and I, and I don't want the end to come. Sure. You know? Oh, yeah. But I, 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 I can sense that the uh, end is near. Is that your sixth sense, Steve? Yes, Russ. It's my sixth sense. I see. You must be the insider gamer. <laughs> um, other than that, I've uh, been playing a little more Overwatch. Overwatch. And trying to get as much loot as I can. Oh, I did unlock the uh, Diva Dance. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Did, now, have you actually unlocked the Diva Legendary skin yet? From no. Oh, okay. No. You know, there's there's a few things that I want to buy before this whole thing is up. Okay. And I think I'm just gonna go out. And, I mean, I'm gonna wait until I get them, of course. Mm-hmm. But on the like the last day, if I don't get them, I'm just gonna go out and buy them. Um. Uh, other than that, what else? What else? What else? What? Ah. Well, what do you want to buy? Actually, I don't think I've asked you that yet. Uh, I want to buy a couple of the emotes, specifically like Torbjorn's, uh, little dance, Winston's dance, uh, Tracer's. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about any costumes. I mean, maybe, possibly. Well, you like, you like Soldier 76, right? True. Yeah, I might go with that one. I mean, the thing is, who knows when that, when the anniversary stuff's going to be released again. Yeah. So. If ever. I've heard that Blizzard actually has a record in the past when they unlock certain things or they they release a timed event oriented loot, that sort of thing, where once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, that generates instant value. And the only way you can really get it eh, in a way would be like if someone puts up like a code or something on eBay. Mm Mm-hmm. 
so how much do you have saved up right now? Hmm. I think I'm just below 8,000. Ooh, 8,000 gamer credits. Not too shabby there, Steve. Not too shabby at You all really right. haven't been very frivolous in your blizzard spending, mm-hmm. have you? Mm-hmm. I saved my pennies and I saved my dimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, very nice. I think uh, Torbjorn would be proud of you, Steve. I think it would. Um, also, one thing that I've been doing too, Russ, with Bit Heroes, mm-hmm. is um, I don't think you know this, Russ, but I'm going to show you. So you've seen the game, obviously, and to get a lot of the currency in the game, you have to kind of you have to, have to grind it out. If uh-huh. you're not going to buy a lot of the stuff, you have to grind it on out. You know, <laughs> so you could do this thing where. Um, if you go into a quest, oh, I see it. There's bit heroes, and if you select something and the difficulty, and you got your your team. Hold on a second. I got to add a team in here. Okay, it'll let you. Um, it'll let you have this auto feature, which is actually pretty smart. Mm-hmm. See this little button on the the red button on the side. I do. I see. Okay, it. so if I hit that. It's going to start, everyone's going to walk through the, this little dungeon and collect the coins. And Is everything. that your party? What? Yeah. That's your party? Right well, there? yeah. In the beginning levels, you can hook up with other people in your clan to oh. help you out. So, and it just goes and goes and goes until the, the match is complete, but it allows you to put the phone down and do something else during your day. And then when you oh come back. Oh my gosh. Let me see that. You know, you're so, I know you I, it's kind of, it's pretty smart. It's pretty smart because I mean, and if you'll notice when the when the team is attacking, they'll use potion or uh, uh, potions or heal spells at the right time, or they'll use uh, spells or attacks at the right time. So it's just not this onslaught of um, random attacks. So why is nothing happening right now? Oh, because I somehow that auto thing got turned off. Okay, there we go. So what if you die though? I don't die, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if you die, then it'll just say you've been defeated and you have to start over again. But That is so cool. So you could like just have them dungeon crawl and level up. And right. I mean, like, oh my gosh, dude, that is, I'm so glad you showed me. I was actually playing this today. Yeah. It was in a certain type of meeting that really wasn't going anywhere. There was some technical difficulties. So I picked up my phone. And I decided, hey, what better time to try out some bit heroes? So bit I uh, heroes. went ahead and did so and. Had a little blasty blast. But so, that's, that, that is cool, though, dude. Yeah, it's it's not only a good a good idea, but it's pretty cool how they how they made it because um, I I was worried that all these potions I'm collecting, you know, for healing and whatnot, are just gonna be used randomly because the computer senses that your hit points are low. Right, right. But actually, no, it's really smart. They they won't use potions at all. It'll just use the heal spells if you have them. If you if, and if you don't have them, then they'll go and go until they die. Well, that's cool. So. Um, very, anyway, very nice. Like that. And other than that, Rush, um, how, tell, tell, tell me some Overwatch tales, Steve. Um, let me see. Who have you been uh, playing? Are you still doing like mainly Torbjorn or have you been kind of giving Torbjorn a breather? And- well, well, when it's capture the flag, I do Torbjorn uh-huh. just cause I love playing defense. Right. Um, but otherwise if I'm doing competitive, uh, then I'll choose mercy. I'll keep the rage down. Oh. Uh, just being the support characters is enough fun for me. Plus, uh, uh, a lot of folks who are, who play support characters don't know really don't really have like the the the, the guts to go in after somebody to to su- heal them or to support them. They'll kind of s- stay reserved. Uh-huh. And I was that always is annoying to me because I think okay, I'm going out there to do the objective. You're your task is to support me. And if you don't support me, then that, why are you choosing that character? Right. Right. You know? So, um, my thing is, you know, I'll follow the person in there and who's doing the most and hopefully the team's going to follow if they want to get healed or supported. And, um, and I like to switch between heal and of course my little plasma pistol. Ah, yes. Of course. Did someone call a doctor? Oh, oh, snap. My goodness. Wait, I think I just heard mercy. Did someone call a doctor? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so plus uh, the, the team really appreciates it too. If there's a support character who knows what they're doing, that I mean, you'll, it, everybody appreciates it. Plus I love if everybody's on the mic and I think you're, they don't know when you're going to do your raise 
or not. Uh-huh. And so if everybody's dead, everyone's like, oh, no, we're going to load. <laughs> and then I fly in there the last minute. Oh, and raise everybody. And then people go nuts over the microphone. Oh, we're back. Oh, my God. Thanks, man. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That is like such an epic feeling. It never yeah. gets old either. Yeah. I, every time that happens, whether if I'm Mercy or if someone else is Mercy, I'm thinking, oh, that's it. It's game over. It's game over, man. And all of a sudden, like she comes in and you're just like, oh, it's back on. Yeah. And you can tell the other team is always like, ah, crap. <laughs> it's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah, yeah. So that's about it. I, I haven't played. Um, I, there's, I have to get really used to a lot of the characters because I, I mainly play uh, Torbjorn, Bastion, Mercy, and then... Those are the top three. And then I'll switch between like Pharaoh or Soldier 76. Soldier 76. <laughs> um, or somebody else. I've been trying to get better with uh, with Genji and, and um, Zenyatta. Uh-huh. Zenata, whatever. Very nice. But today I just watched mm-hmm. Man from uh-huh. UN dot N dot dot <laughs> C dot oh. L dot E dot. AKA uh, Man from Uncle. Right. And uh, you and you you would love the movie. Yeah. I think I'm actually going to go out and buy this one. Oh. Um being as cheap as I am. The movie's just a really good time mm-hmm. uh, to watch. And it doesn't it doesn't stand out by a long shot, but think of Snatch with like a mixture of espionage. Ooh. And, and, and like 1960s spy. I can get behind that. I like the sound of you that. You know, I yeah. mean, the movie was so fun to watch. Was Henry Cavill good? Yeah, he was so good. You know, he, he, um, I, 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 I saw his name in the opening credits and I didn't look to see who actually acted in it. Yeah. But I saw his name and I'm like, who is that guy again? Who is that guy? And then I see he comes on screen. I'm like, oh, it's Superman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, but you know, he acted, uh, like just the smooth, suave, charming kind of American mm-hmm. with the spin of like, um, uh, who's the guy from the princess bride? Uh, Carrie, Carrie Ells. Kel- uh, yes. Yeah. Him. He sounds exactly like him in this movie. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, but, uh, no, it was, it was, it was good. I, it was fun. I, I really enjoyed it. And the music throughout the whole thing was great. Might even look into the soundtrack there, bro. Mm-hmm. And I think you'd like it too. Oh my. Um, I have to take a little looksy look. Yeah. I know that you had mentioned that movie early on because you had, what, you got it from Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do want to watch it. So I don't know if you're wanting to see it again so soon or if you need a break or whatever, but, um, I do want to check that out. Well, I do want to send it back because with your Busy schedule. You never got to sit down and watch it with me, so I busy gave up. Busy schedule. Yeah. Uh, so since I've held on to it for a week, and I want to send it back so I can get the next one coming. Mm-hmm. But you know what looks good? There was a preview. I wonder if it's on the online component. It just might be, man. I'll take a little. Won't take a little peeky peek. Little peek. There's a preview of uh, the movie called The Thirty Three. Okay. And I remember hearing about this movie a while back and this, and I, and I put it on the list to watch. It's about, um, these miners and oh, good grief. I think it's in Brazil. Miners, not miners. <laughs> <laughs> little, little galaxy quest. Humor there for you. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> and it's a true story where these miners all got trapped. There was 33 of them. And everyone was about to give up on them, like as if they were dead. And they rationed out their food and water, and they were stuck down there for like sixty days. Yeah. And everyone thought they were dead, but their their town uh, and their city like all came together, all their family, and uh, rescued them when everyone else was had given up. And I think they all survived. Mm-hmm. But I remember hearing about this on the radio, and I thought, what a cool story. And I I, I thought I heard someone saying that you know, someone's going to write a movie script about it. Well, they did. Oh, so uh, it looks very inspirational, and uh, I've always wanted to look into it a little bit more, and so I added it to the queue. And who directed this? I don't know. I can look it up for you. Yeah, I'd love to see that. uh, Just give me a memento. And just off the top of your head, while you're doing that, a little multitasking for you. Mm -hmm. Who else was in Man from Uncle other than Henry Cavill? Uh, Hugh Grant. This is the oh my gosh, Hugh Grant's yeah, back? He's, uh, he's getting a little old. Man, I, I thought he was uh, kind of kaput there in the movie business. He's, he's still around. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Um, I, that's the only person I really recognize. I mean, I can list some names. I, you know, I'm not so uh, knowledgeable. Oh, you know who is in it, though? Um, Jared Harris. 
He is, um, he's actually a British guy, but he plays an American. Okay. Uh, if anybody has ever seen the show Mad Men, they'll know exactly who he is. I, oh, I'm so glad that you said that because I started watching Mad Men the very first season. I'm, I'm totally late to the yeah. party on this. It's, uh, but I remember you were talking to me about like how good it was. Good. I've had other people talk about like, I've heard nothing but great things about this. Sh- is the show done? Is it is over? the show completely done? Yeah. Okay. I remember seeing them win awards for the TV yep. show as well. And yep. so, yeah, I'm making my way through the very first season and um, I'm liking it so far. I'm a bit like horrified by just kind of the, <laughs> the treatment of women back in the day. Yep. Like that was just yep. jaw dropping. Like, yeah, when that, I think it's Pete who goes like, oh, you know, suck in your waist a little bit there or something oh, like that. Or work on those thighs. <laughs> there like, there, oh, there were many, many, uh, many things. I was just like, ooh, ah. Yeah. Yeah. The no, series is excellent. And as cheap as I am, that's actually one uh, that's on my Amazon list to uh, to get. I want to get the whole series. Man. It's it's that good. Very cool. Um, other than that, I mean, I, I can show you the list, but I don't recognize a lot of these people. Um, Army Hamer. I'd have to look. Um, I, I'm not sure. I was just curious if there were like kind of more of the, who were who the main players of the The main player movie. Is, is Henry Cavill. And Henry Cavill, Steve. Cavill. Cavill. Cavill, Cavill, whatever it was. Tomato, <laughs> tomato. Um, yeah. I mean, you can kind of look through it there if you see if you recognize anybody. But uh, I don't think you'll, I don't think you will, Ron. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them did a good job. Oh, yeah. Jared Harris. Yeah, I, re- I remember him from, uh, from uh, what's it called? What is it called? Uh, Sherlock Holmes. It was ah. uh, the sequel. He was, okay. uh, I think he played Moriarty, if I'm not mistaken. No. Very nice. Yes. <clears throat> well, I've been playing Injustice 2 as per usual. Um, been getting into the, the multiverse more and more. Been unlocking more things. One of the uh, stories I got to tell you about, I can't remember if I told you this or not, but... Um, wait, wait. Oh. The director of 33 is Patricia Riggin. R-I-G-G-E-N. Okay. I'll have to... I'll have to do some research on her. I'm not familiar with her. She's rather young. That's, who she, that's what she looked like right there. Oh, right on. Okay. okay. So, yeah. Continue. Very nice. Very good. Sorry about that, Russ. Go ahead. Yeah, it's quite all right, Steve. Um, so, I'm making my way through one of the planets. If you recall when I was explaining them how the multiverse works and how um, you have these timed planets that will eventually go away once the countdown timer reaches zero, I'm on one of these planets... And I'm making my way through one of those towers where you're having to fight multiple adversaries in order to get uh, all the swag at the end of it. And as I'm playing through one of them, all of a sudden there's like a screen that pops up after I defeated one of the the characters. And um, it said something like, like, oh, the the system has detected an anomaly. Like it was like an, an anomaly fight. And suddenly what happened was I'm I'm on the same stage and I'm fighting against Cheetah, um, who has like she looks more human than normal. Like like the 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 default skin that she has in the game is more. I mean, she looks more animalistic. She has more of that Cheetah look. But in this one, she looks looks more human. She proceeds to wipe the floor with me, like just <laughs> absolutely destroys me. And I'm thinking, why is this so difficult? And I look up. I just happen to glance up above like where the the health bars are. My character, I'm playing as Power Girl. I am was only at like a level seven or something, level seven, level eight, somewhere in there. She was level twenty. <laughs> I'm thinking, no wonder. And like, it was one of those those instances where I was horrified and also really impressed at the same time. Just like I just I pretty much put the controller down. I couldn't do anything. It was like like all of these amazing combos that just. You know, by the time she was done with the combo, I was dead. <laughs> so, but it was cool because I hadn't really seen just what was possible with that particular character. And so I was kind of like, okay, all right. Well, that, that was my my dose of humble pie for the evening. I'm going to go ahead and uh, back up and just play something that's a lot more easy. <laughs> <laughs> got to back up and get a glass of ice water. Yeah. Cool myself off. Lick my wounds. This is so bad. But... um. Other than Injustice 2, of course, I too have been playing some Overwatch. Have you now? And it's just, it's just, I've kind of 
accepted the fact that it's it's just going to be a staple of my gaming diet for the, the the foreseeable future, I guess you could say, Steve. I was thinking the same thing earlier today. I thought, well, I'm I don't know if I'm buying anything in the near future, so I hope <laughs> there's enough replayability in Overwatch to sustain me for quite some time. Now there is a um, a quick little story I want to share with all the listeners out there. We were playing a uh, capture the flag session last night, and um, of course, Steve was playing as Torbjorn. He's you know mm-hmm. defending the flag, and uh, I was playing as Farah. Did someone call for air support? And I was getting the flag. I was successful in taking it back. I got about halfway through, and this is on the on the map Elios, I believe. I was going by the the fan, like that huge windmill that was there and I get shot out of the sky and I'm, I'm noticing that my placement is just outside of the ledge. Something, Oh, the flag is going to go down it's going to get reset back onto the, the enemy's uh, headquarters and we'll have to go back and get it. It actually stuck just outside, like, like on the outside part of the terrace. <laughs> and I think it was the guy who was playing Hanzo or girl. I don't know. Perhaps it was male, perhaps it was female. I don't really know. But whoever was playing Hanzo actually like, I saw him in my death cam. He was like running over and he actually like hopped over and was able to like wedge himself instead of like falling down to his death, was able to get the flag and bring it back for the score. Mm. And if you recall, that was the particular right. match where like that was the only score that we had and we ended yeah. up winning. Yeah. I, I don't know. I thought that was, that was pretty fun. I actually, I tried to record it, but um, unfortunately um, Cortana only recorded like five seconds. I didn't have it set to like three minutes or something like that. So I was like, oh. Well, why do you want to cord that, Russell? Yeah. Cortana, <laughs> <laughs> do as I say. Other than that, though, there was a 3v3 map that we played as well that we did really well. But the last time we were we were kind of exploring that, we really got our butts handed to yeah, us. Yeah, it, it was, was not pretty. <laughs> uh, but this time around, uh, we just had our game faces on and we did well. And actually, it was a good match. Like Even the people who we were playing against. Uh, put up some some good competition and and it really got it came down to I think we had won two rounds they had won two rounds we were on the final round and we ended up winning mm-hmm. at the end of that and that was gratifying that was it was cool to play and we actually had played one of the new maps that Blizzard released and so oh, I, was, I thought that was refreshing it was it was nice to not bad get through that it's nice for once in a while I don't think I'd do a lot of three v three. Too often, the maps are noticeably smaller, and I, I could see how I would probably get kind of tired of that. I'm kind of right. more of a fan of the the larger epic maps. Right. In fact, I hope that Blizzard will at some point come out with maps that are even larger than the ones that we have now. Just if I were to think of like how um, Bungie used to do, or even what three four three does with some of the the Halo multiplayer maps. Sometimes you have these maps that are just sprawling, and there's just a ton of space to be able to cover. And that makes for a lot of fun battles as well. So we'll have to see how that goes. What are you looking at there, Steve? Well, I, my, uh, my, my bit heroes uh, finished their quest uh, automatically as we've been speaking here. So ah. there's a few things you can do. You can, you can play against another person. You can do a quest or you can do like this whole gauntlet kind of thing. So um, just going to play against somebody automatically. Automatically. Uh, um, while we're uh, while we're talking here, Ross. <laughs> still, I'm like I'm glancing <laughs> over at your phone on the desk. I'm like, "Wow, that's really cool." Cool, but distracting. <sighs> it, it is. It very much is. I see all the all the colors like Oh, yeah, now you now I'm starting to get distracted. Okay. I'm just going to turn this over. <clears throat> Let's segue into some movie news, Steve. How about that? Actually, what? no. Let's do gaming news first. Whatever you want to do, bro. I say gaming. Let's I'm, just, see. I'm just here for the ride. <laughs> First on my list here is that Sonic Mania release date is announced. The Hedgehog heads back to reimagine areas starting on August 15th. So toward the end of summer, I personally am a fan of Sonic the Hedgehog. I know that the, the franchise has had kind of a checkered past as of late. The, you know, the, some of the more recent ones are not as good as uh, the older ones, but I did like Sonic Generations when that came out for the Xbox 360. I thought that was a, a, a really a good turn in the right direction from the atrocities that were some of the other ones. But um, for a measly $20, you can partake in the Blue Blur's latest adventures for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. 
Pre-orders are live digitally, while Nintendo Switch owners will have to wait until the game launches. But the cool thing about this particular game is that it actually takes it all the way back to its original roots of just like Sonic 1, 2, 3, Sonic and Knuckles. It's, it's, it's that total retro look. Just actually, it's kind of like what Bit Heroes is doing with the graphics. Um, so I, for one, am, am looking forward to that. I hope that, that it, it's able to recapture a lot of the what made Sonic so special for me in the first place. And they'll drop a lot of the, the nonsense from some of these other titles. I'm just like, what the heck? Is, yeah, <laughs> what were what they are thinking? What are you doing? Yeah. Please, for the love of God, do not turn Sonic into a werewolf. That was just bad. That was no bueno. Anyway, uh, we have some more news as usual for Overwatch. Talk to me. All right. Blizzard has posted a new Overwatch blog entry describing some of the events that took place on Horizon Lunar Colony, the home of Winston. I did see something of the sort today on Facebook, Russ. Oh, very nice. Notably, it's revealed that Winston isn't the only specimen missing from the base. So is someone or something called Hammond, I believe it was. It's either Hamond or Hammond. Hammond. I think it's Hammond. Blizzard also released an email transmission from Horizon talking about Hammond. The scientist notes the specimen's shorter frame saying, I don't know why we ever thought it was a good idea to have smaller test subjects. I completely regret it. Overwatch premieres the actual map called Horizon Lunar Colony today. I think it dropped uh, as of this recording, and I haven't <laughs> even seen it yet. <laughs> well, I've seen it. Oh, have you now? <laughs> yes, wow. I have. Um, I do have it queued up here for all the folks to be able to take a little listen, because I have not seen it. I actually abstained from watching it because <laughs> I wanted it to have a first impression. Okay. <laughs> all right, brother. Anyway, um, Blizzard showed off the, the next assault map for Overwatch. And this time, players will take their point-capturing skills to the research base on the moon Winston calls home. So, let me get this queued up Winston. <laughs> I just love you some Winston. Actually, I don't really play Winston all that much, to be honest. Steve, however. Yeah, he's, he's, he's fun. He's just kind of weak. He's just like the major distraction. Well, he does. He does well with um, capture the flag. He does. Yeah. Well, yeah. But like his his weapon just needs to be buffed a bit. Like if his if his weapon did the same kind of damage as like Symmetra, for example, like her starts off weak and then gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Yeah. If his did the same thing, it'd be good. But it's just it's just rather weak. I see. All right, here we go, folks. Without later without later ado. Hmm. Further, further ado. ado. I do believe. Yeah, further is probably the better. Without ado, way further. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> Without further ado, do it further. I don't know push play. <laughs> I just want to push play. That's all I want to do. Okay, here we go. You know, there's more out there, don't you? It's time I showed you something. Oh, the moon. I grew up there, looking down at the earth, dreaming about what life would be like. Winston's got a good voice. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but I loved my time there. The scientists were my family. I learned I love so that laugh. much from them. <laughs> I had so many great memories. We were working together to build humanity's future amongst the stars. And of course, Dr. Winston. He was like a father to me. It was home. But it wasn't to be. Not everyone liked life on the moon. All the tests and the rules. The others hatched a plan. No more injections. No more experiments. And the doctors, my friends, they were all gone. There was nothing left for me. I couldn't stay. They didn't want me anyways. So I 
escape to Earth, my new home. But they're still up there. And someday, we'll have to go back. Overwatch. You know, <clears throat> so they have these cutscenes. And I remember talking about this, like, one, our, our first or second episode. Mm-hmm. They have these fantastic cinematics that tell a good tale. Sure. And you want to explore that, but what 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 that is just going to show you is just, okay, well, something's going to happen on the new moon. There's going to be a new map, maybe a new character, that sort of thing, but they're not going to explore the story any. I want them to, to explore the story. You know, they, they actually did take a nod from some of the previous mythos that they put together for... Um, this this map in particular where like they talked I mean I think you saw it too where like you saw Winston as kind of like a, a baby or yeah. a little tyke yeah. uh, style gorilla and he had his little like scientist mm-hmm. buddy who was there mm-hmm. and uh, during that pre-rendered cinematic it was talked about how like there was some trouble that was brewing at the lab and all this yeah. um, the, you know a tragedy that, that Winston holds true so it, they did go through some of that, that um, explanation and I for one actually am really happy that they decided decided to move forward with creating a map like that because I always kind of found myself wondering like, well, what happened on that, that planet? Right. What was all that about? And it's cool to be able to actually have that be turned into a, an assault map altogether. I, and I love too how like, it's, it's not like they just drop a, um, just an announcement of, Oh, there's a new map, go out and have fun. Like they actually, you know, m- like had an opportunity to be able to like, you do a bit more of like the VO of Winston, which you know we both really like uh, the the voice actor who does that. Um, Speaking of the voice acting, I wonder if they recorded all this stuff like with the the new reveals and and new DLC and whatever, whatever. I wonder if they had already uh, recorded <laughs> the voices of all all this little blurps and scripts pre release of. Um, you know, like the uprising and the anniversary and whatnot, or if they have to have the voice actors come back and do all new little blips. You know, they probably do pickups. I imagine that that these um, these actors probably do have some sort of contract stipulation that that talks about. You know, it's once the game is done, you're not done. <laughs> <laughs> Because the game will probably have DLC content that'll probably have all these different extras and whatnot that they'll need. And and plus, I mean, if you're lucky enough to be a voice actor for Blizzard, I'm pretty sure you'll make yourself available. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. No, no problem. I'll be there. <laughs> so, anywho, the next topic on here for gaming news is that Tekken 7, one of the games that you actually enjoy playing back in the day, Steve. Mm-hmm is coming out this Friday for PS4, Xbox One. Yes, it is. Uh, and actually, if you pre-order it, it I think they're they're cutting 20% off. So that's actually pretty cool. Are you planning on getting Tekken 7, Steve, since you were a fan back in the day? Or have um, you just written off fighting games entirely? I have not written them off. They're just far from the priority list. I'll, I'll, I'll wait and see how this one is. Uh, before I rush out and buy it. I'm not going to pre-order it, though. I've been seeing, actually, quite a bit of good buzz around this game. So have I. So have I. But, eh, I don't know. Everything that I've seen so far, it looks like kind of the same Tekken game with better graphics and better levels and, you know, slightly different character design, but the same game. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, for a fighting game, I guess that's kind of a no-brainer, but... I don't know if I'd pay 60 bucks for it or even 40 bucks for it. But we'll see how it does. Well, all right. Injustice 2 has a fun little tidbit coming out here. Uh, Wonder Woman event celebrates film upcoming release. So, Mm -hmm. oh, I meant to bring over those. uh, I got these little coupons for the tickets. I meant to to bring them over. Coupons for For uh, movie tickets? Movie tickets, yes. Oh, nice. I I forgot to bring them. So, tomorrow. Yeah, I'm pumped. I want to see Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, anyway, Injustice 2 is celebrating the upcoming Wonder Woman film with special in-game events. Players will be able to unlock Wonder Woman-themed content based on the DC film. From now until June 5th, those playing the console version of Injustice 2 can earn the gear Wonder Woman wears in the movie by participating in the multiverse event 
which is called To End All Wars, which I've seen that planet all of a sudden appear. And I don't know if you've seen any of the, the trailer footage for it, but like the whole costume from the film is available like to, to try and score in the game, which it looks really nice. Um, meanwhile, the mobile version of the game will let players earn two brand new Wonder Woman character cards based on the feature film, as well as the hero's full gear starting today. This is something that I think was like just a great timing issue. Not an issue, but just an just a opportunity for um, NetherRealm Studios to be able to capitalize on the, the DC characters. I don't know like if they have any more plans for any of the other DC films that are coming out. You know, like Justice League is coming out. Uh, it would be really cool if they were to do something similar just because some of the... Like Aquaman, for instance, would be cool to get uh, kind of the alternate version of that because that looks pretty badass in the film. Something else, Steve. Are you a Diablo fan? Never played it. Ne what? I, I think thought I, you did. No, I, I played it like a little bit. I think, I think the the uh, I have I've had friends play it and I watched them play it and I was just like, hey. And then I think one time I came to visit you before I moved out here. You're like, oh, Steve, yeah, yeah, yeah. Play Diablo <laughs> with me, bruh. You know, bruh, bruh. Play Diablo, and I was like, I, I think I didn't get any sleep the night before, uh -huh. and then I was completely jet lagged out, and I was like, okay, show me. And so you started playing, like, okay, yeah, okay, your character, okay, now we're both on screen. Like, oh, that's right, I did show you a little bit of the game. <laughs> I think I just passed out, and then life happened, and we never got back to it. So that was my Diablo, 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 Diablo experience. So, but you never played the original Diablo or Diablo 2? No. Oh, man. Well, I thought for some reason you had, but you just, you, you missed that party, huh? <laughs> well, you go to a store and you buy the game. <laughs> I'm going to cue this up for you. Apparently, um... Back this up here a bit. Um... IGN reported that in designing Diablo 3's 7th class, Blizzard's lead visual effects artist, Julian Love, said in an interview that much of the inspiration for the incarnation comes from modernizing Diablo 2's Necromancer. So the Necromancer, which was my favorite um, class of character in Diablo, was actually um, missing from Diablo 3. And I was like, oh, that's, that's unfortunate. Uh, but it's so cool to see that they're bringing him back. He said, we really wanted to explore the feeling that you got in Diablo 2 of being a commander of the dead and leading an army. That influenced some of the outfits um, that they were uh, that they were going to wear in the game that you could score and that sort of thing. So it's safe to assume that we can expect some military-style gear, which we get a hint of in the coat worn in the intro cinematic sketches. And uh, that's actually something that... I am going to queue up for you right now, Steve, so you can take a little look see. <laughs> oh, boy, man. Let me see that little iPhone of yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hit play. Okay, Let's so there, there are, um, especially since you haven't played this game, there are actually um, both a male and a female version of each class. So, once again, with the necromancer, you have a male necromancer and a female. I think, which my, one do I have? Magnesium female necromancer. Uh, this, I think this is the female one. <clears throat> Lucky me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out soon enough here. All right, let's queue it up and see what we got. I, I have not seen this either. that grows must also wither and die. What dies and rots will then nourish the living. This is the great cycle of being, and we, the priests of Rathma, use our dark art to protect it. Though most do not understand us, we go where we are needed. My master has learned that a star fell in the west, drawing the dead from their graves. He commands me to journey to Tristram and return them to their rest. 
for if the cycle is not upheld, it would mean the end of all things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, uh, no game graphics on there, bro. No. So what they did in the, the game tell us what they is, uh, I'm going to tell you the intro actually has, of course, just the, the beautiful pre-rendered cinematics that Blizzard is known to do for all of their games. However, like as you progress through the game of Diablo three with one of the classes of characters, you're going to get cinematics that are much more kind of storytelling esque, like what you just saw. So a lot of that, that kind of stained parchment paper with like kind of the, excuse me, um, 2.5 D to 3 D style graphics and whatnot. Um, and it's fun. I mean, it's just, it has, like I said, it, it kind of draws you in as more of that, uh, storytelling aesthetic as it were. I'm going to queue up the male versions to you. <laughs> and again, I have not seen these, so, uh, it may be just exactly the same thing, but with a more of a deeper sounding voice. I don't know, but mm. maybe it'll be different. We'll have to see. Take a little look. See here. This is the great cycle of being. And we, the priests of Rathma, use our dark art to protect it. Though most do not understand us, we go where we are needed. My master has learned that a star fell in the west, drawing the dead from their graves. He commands me to journey to Tristram and return them to their rest. For if the cycle is not upheld, it would mean the end of all things. Okay, so it's pretty much the same thing as what you saw with the female character. That uh, the narrator kind of sounds, I know it doesn't sound exactly the same, but uh, reminds me of uh, the preview for Warcraft. Yeah. 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 No, um, it, it was cool. Like, like in, in the game, there are several classes of characters to play. Right. And, um, I, it's been a couple of years since I've, I've played the game. Um, I did beat it with uh, the Paladin. Um, but I am trying to remember if there was, like a, a big difference within kind of the, the progressive cinematics or not. I just, I can't remember, but for, for these in particular, and actually for our listening audience, what's really cool is just listening to the voice talent. I mean, like both the female and the male actors did a, just a superb job. I mean, it's just, it's the best thing to do sometimes is just to close your eyes and just listen to the quality of that. The, um, the audio engineering department put into it. So, you know, that we're on the topic of blizzard. Um, I was when I was playing some Overwatch. Certain levels where there's like a little laptop or tablet propped up. Uh, when you're when you just spawn and you're waiting to go out into the map, mm-hmm. you know, it looks like they have Hearthstone as like a still image on the laptop. The later, like the if you go for example, the Temple of Anubis, the Temple of Anubis. Uh, <laughs> and you're in your little, you know, your, your cage or whatever you want to call it. And you're waiting for all that. Everybody to spawn right. and pick uh-huh. the character and sure. you're like waiting for the, the countdown. If you look around at what's displayed, there's a, like a, a laptop or a tablet that's just chilling there and you walk up to it and it looks like it's just Hearthstone. I would not be surprised if Blizzard <laughs> yeah. dropped in those little kind of yeah. plugs and Easter eggs yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that. I'll have to, I'll have to keep a, a sharp eye out for that next time I'm in there. Two eyes, as long as I could spare them. <clears throat> oh, but anyway, out of water. <laughs> Nuts. <laughs> the dry mouth of the rest of this podcast. I will see cotton mouth in your <laughs> near future. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to also mention too that the uh, like the Crusader in Reaper of Souls, Blizzard is working to insert the Necromancer into Diablo 3's story as if it had been there from the beginning. Um, and that's a huge endeavor according to Love, but the team is excited, he said in, in an interview. We think it's going to be a terrific way to celebrate the 20th anniversary of Diablo. 
which I didn't know that it was already the 20th anniversary. I, I am getting old. I just cannot believe, like, you know, StarCraft and Diablo are both. I mean, it's... Time it, waits for nobody, right? They've been around for a while now, Stevie. Anyway, that's about all the news that's fit to print for gaming news. Now I think I'm going to segue on over to a couple of little movie news tidbits, Steve. Ha, 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 Oh, there he goes again, just gyrating in his chair. What? What? There is a new Batman and Harley Quinn trailer out. It's not live action. It's it's more of like the animated movie style. Sure, right. Uh, Kevin Conroy and Melissa Roch, I believe. Is, I don't know. If, I apologize if I'm not saying her name, last name correctly, but Roch, Roch, something like that. Uh, they voice the title roles in this upcoming DC animated film, uh, which is on digital. August 15th and on Blu-ray on August 29th. I also actually have not seen the trailer for this. Would you like to see the trailer, Steve? Oh, show me, right? Why not? <laughs> Today's trailer day. <laughs> indeed, Steve. Indeed. Pamela, we are out of time. Bingo. At last. Mother Earth's salvation. <laughs> Look how beautiful you are. It works. It works. This is no ordinary leafy mouse, but a harbinger of the new age. Ivy and the Floronic men were up to questionable activities. We need help. Holly Quinn reporting for duty, sir! God help us. Where can I find your BFF poison ivy? I can help you find her, but you're gonna put in a good word for me with the parole board. Hmm. No. You're really gonna change us all into plants? Humankind have had their chance. And you've had yours. I thought we were friends. Friends don't let friends kill seven billion people. to agree to my terms, why should I help you? As insane as you are, you enjoy living. How about just a little something to sweeten the deal? Spa day? Autograph picture for my little cousin? He's real sick. Okay, fine, whatever. You're the boss. They have a different person uh, voice acting for Harley Quinn. Than yeah, I they do. Um, I prefer the older one. Me too. And that was actually, um, this is this is a kind of a first impression because neither one of us has seen this, but I was actually kind of surprised a, as to the direction of that whole trailer. It, it didn't seem very Batman to me. Didn't seem very PG-13, which was the rating of it. I was kind of surprised about that. Yeah. Not too sure um, what to make of that exactly, Steve. That was, that was a little interesting. <clears throat> Anywho, sometimes you see those things on there and you're kind of like, huh, not exactly sure what the point of that one was, but uh, was that Swamp Thing that was in there? No, they, they didn't say Swamp Thing. I said like floral man or something like that. Like, <laughs> the what? Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wasn't, wasn't too sure about that. I was like, huh, okay. I may have to... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna see that one or not. What do you think, Steve? Nah, wait to see what you see before I see it, bitch. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving right along. Um, Sin City. Did you ever see the Sin City movies? I uh, I've seen bits and pieces. I don't think I've seen them all them all the way through, but I've seen enough of it. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I mean, I, I get the whole kind of premise of it and whatever. I mean, I've seen enough of it. I haven't seen it like, you know. So you, have, you haven't seen the original Sin City from start to finish or Sin City 2? Uh, I mean, maybe I, if I start seeing it again, maybe it'll all come back to me, but. <laughs> you you have not seen it. If you had seen it, then you wouldn't remember that. It's like, it's one of those movies that you don't easily forget. 
Uh, I mean, I, I remember it's it's all like kind of black and it's it's very like CG esque. It's like a living comic book. Yeah. 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 And like the characters, like there's like a pumpkin looking dude or something like that. Or I don't. You know, actually, I think you did see the first Sin City with me. Yeah, she told you. Because now that I think about it, we went to go see Sin City for my birthday. We had a group of uh, friends all go. Group to of the, the boys. Group of the boys. Uh, go to the theater and check it out. And yeah. Okay. So I think you probably did see the first one. <laughs> in any event, Sin City, the TV series is reportedly in development. That'd be cool. Deadline reports the Weinstein Company and Dimension are developing a Sin City TV series. Focusing on Frank Miller's graphic novels, the show will apparently feature characters different from the two movies. Former Walking Dead showrunner Glenn Mazzara is working on uh, the Sin City show with Underworld Helmer Lynn Wiseman directing. In addition, Mazzara and Wiseman are set to produce the series with Stefan. Oh, I'm going to say that. I'm going to. I'm, I'm going to butcher this name. Stefan Lehiru. I think it's French. Who served in the same role for Sin City, A Dame to Kill For? When that was the sequel. That was the sequel to the first one. I remember. Apparently, TV networks are already fighting over who gets to run the show, which is not surprising to me because. Uh, that, that definitely has a cult following with uh, the Frank Miller crowd, and especially also since the movies came out, it's got its own unique style altogether. My one question, though, is: is Are they going to be able to, to take it to that extreme with it being a TV show or not? I mean, it would seem like only like Showtime or HBO would be able to, to handle something like that, or FX. I mean, there's been some pretty like adulty kind of shows like Nip Tuck and uh, Shield. Right before, not not Agents of Shield, but there was a, sh- a show on FX called uh, Shield. Nip and Tuck were on. They were on FX, huh? They were on FX. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so there's been like some racy, uh, racy stuff on there, man, violent stuff, and they give you like a whole warning before the whole show starts and say it's you know 17 and up or 18. Oh, and okay. Up. Yeah. So I mean, not like they can do whatever they want to do, but they can they can show quite a bit. No. So okay. it might not be like on ABC and or NBC. No, 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 none of the, the major cable news are not news, but cable uh, networks. So they, they're usually pretty strict about that. But I was thinking too, like AMC also, I mean, they, they have the walking dead. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff's pretty, pretty out there. So, well, we'll see what happens. I, for one, am curious about it because I'm a Sin City fan. I just, I hope they just, I hope it's good. It's so funny because like there have been a lot of announcements as of late that, Get, you know, gets me excited, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, I just really hope that they're able to still conjure up the goods at the end of the day. So we'll see. I'll, I'm going to stay positive. You do that, Russ. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll be positive too. How about that? We could both be positive. Oh, yeah. Did I just kick you? This you year? did. You're, <laughs> pl- you're playing footsie with me <laughs> under the table. <clears throat> Last but not least on here is, have you seen the latest Wonder Woman poster for the movie? Mm, can't say that I have, huh? Well, Steve, if you go to Facebook.com slash TV, No! It's posted up there. In fact, actually, I should make it a point to um, talk about the fact that a lot of the trailers that we're looking at um, that you can't see right now um, are available also on Facebook.com slash TV. So uh, I know there are probably folks out there who are like, man, what does that look like? It sounds cool, but you know, I would really like to see the visuals. Well, we've got it all posted there for you. Uh, for your viewing pleasure. All the goods. So yeah, here is, I'm just going to show you my phone here. Oh, daddy like. That, that is the whole poster right there. I really like the cropping job on it. Is that, I wonder if it's the same actri- a- 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 actress? Actress. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, or if it's just like a model or just someone drew it. No, that, that that's Gal Gadot. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's, she's that's gorgeous. A, Have you yeah. seen her? <laughs> Actually, I, I, um, I gotta say all of the promotional materials I've seen for this film have been exquisite. Like every poster I've seen come out. I'm like, wow. Like I'm not like the biggest wonder woman fan. I mean, I, I, I like her as a character, that sort of thing, but I don't read the comic book, but every poster I've seen from the teaser poster until just leading up to like right before the, the movie hits all the theaters, they're all fantastic. I was looking at um, somebody's phone either today or yesterday who, oh, I think it was yesterday. Uh, a buddy of mine went to New York with his wife. They, they wanted to go uh, 
check out some of the sites over there and on the, the northeastern side. And um, he took pictures of kind of like the Times Square area, and they had like four or five of those uh, movie posters like put up there. All of them are different, but they were, you know, in a collage like fashion. And it just, I mean, it just looked great. Like each, each one of those were really good. So I don't know. <clears throat> I may have to purchase all of these and then just use the excuse of, uh, Oh, well my daughter needs them in her room. <laughs> yeah. You know. My daughter feels empowered. Yeah. <laughs> but isn't that nice though? I think that's really cool. That's oh, fantastic. It looks great. I think it's pretty sweet. So anyway, that's it for movie news as well, which brings us to kind of the, uh, the main topic at hand here, Steve. Um, I want to first talk about <clears throat> a announcement that is actually really, really cool. All your uh, announcements are really cool, Russ. Well, this one in particular, because it has to do with joygasm, is particularly uh, really cool. Like, like, just uh, I'm, I'm it it it's encouraging. Um, mm. I was looking at the statistics of just where our show is being. Uh, broadcasted and where it's been listening, you know, where, where we have our listeners, that sort of thing. And um, I can say that Joygasm officially has an international following now. What? Yeah. Uh, we have loyal listeners in the United States, which, which goes without saying because we're based out of the United States. However, we also have listeners in Japan. What? Canada. Canucks. And Germany. Hi. <laughs> Yeah, so like, I mean, I, I've got to really take... line. <laughs> Basically, thank you, arigato, merci, and dankeschön to all of you tuning in because this really means a lot to us. I mean, seriously, like that's... Oh, for oh, heaven's for sake, heaven's what sake. is going on here? Hashtag do not disturb. <laughs> oh, That's what happens when you do a live podcast. You can only answer it if it's Sean. <laughs> or Brad. You know what's weird is I actually had this on Do Not Disturb and um, it's still disturbed. Weird. <laughs> yeah. It still disturbed you. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, but I mean, how cool is that? It's freaking awesome, Russ. I mean, I really did think that like our audience was, oh, you know, we have a sprinkling of people here and there in the States and stuff. But the fact that we have an international audience listening to us, I mean, that it's just, it really means a lot from both of us. I mean, just from the bottom of our hearts. I mean, there, there's a lot of um, TLC that goes into this show. There's a lot of work that, that has to be done in order to um, make it what it is. And um, it's just encouraging to see that. It's encouraging to see the numbers in, in that regard and, and the fact that we have um, more and more folks slowly but surely coming through. And, and we, you know, oftentimes um, when it comes to this sort of thing, we don't really know what we're doing because this is like our first podcast. Um, we do have a good idea of just how to be able to, to run the show in terms of production value and whatnot. But um, this is just something that we decided to really just push forward and, and, and give it a shot. You know, we realize that, that there is a chance for failure in this sort of thing, but um, I think we just kind of came to the conclusion that it's better to give it our best shot and see what happens as opposed to never do anything at all. And then, you know, lying in our beds way back when, or, you know, in the future when we're old and just wondering what could have been. Um, so yeah, I mean, just, just really thank you for, for taking a chance on us. I'd like to hear from some of our listeners too. I mean, if they post comments and stuff on Facebook, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I would too. Um, and that's something that, that we, we definitely encourage. I mean, even since you just brought it up, I mean, once again, we're on Twitter, at Joygasm TV. So you guys are more than welcome to, to give a shout out to us or if you have any kind of questions. Really, too, because we're in the kind of more of the, the infant stage. This is only episode 10 of what will hopefully be a very, very long running podcast show. And we are, are certainly open to hearing different types of um, constructive criticisms or, or suggestions or what have you, just because we want to make this as best as possible for you guys. And we want to make it fun. We want to be uh, we want to do more of what you like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think too. So, I want to be able to, to um, segue into talking about the fact that we are looking into um, launching a Patreon site, 
at some point. I, I've done some initial looking, but right now I have like oh, quite a few different things that we're having to, to try and get into place. One of which is um, getting an official website, which I think I mentioned in like a, a previous episode, but and that's still moving forward. I'm working on with the webmaster on that to get that up and going. And uh, but the but the second part of this whole thing is actually looking into trying to um, get some sort of of Patreon site up and running, so that way if you really like what you hear and you'd like to be able to support us and and be able to pledge a certain uh, monetary amount to us in order for us to to keep it going, that would be awesome. And so we're, we're currently looking into seeing just what um, types of exclusives we can provide you guys, what kind of um, cool, you know, locked materials, so to speak. And, and just, just for the different tiers and whatnot. And we certainly encourage you guys to be able to, to give us suggestions on that as well, just because we want to make sure that what kind of, um, little special swag gimmies that we can uh, offer you guys is something that you'd be interested in. But the plan for this show overall is not stopping right at doing just podcasts, but also we'd like to be able to actually have a bonafide video program for you. Uh, something that we can put onto YouTube and, uh, and just other sites as well. And one of the realities for doing so is we've got to be able to purchase the gear for that. And so, um, we need to, to purchase proper video camera equipment and, and the, the tripods, the lighting, um, just all of the, the necessary peripherals and gear and stuff that goes into that, as well as possibly getting a couple more po- folks hired on to um, help facilitate some more of the stuff that you see behind the scenes. So I, for one, am very um, optimistic about the future. I'm very encouraged by what I'm seeing so far. I think Steve is, too. I am, actually. And you know what, Russ? I'm going to start this donation process off. I'm going to give you 10 cents a month. Hey! (laughs) I like it. I like where your head's at. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be something that we'll be able to, to really have fun building the community. Cause that's the one thing too, is that I want to be able to have a bonafide joygasm community where we can actually interact with all you guys on a normal basis and, and see where it goes from there. So <laughs> donate my clammy pocket change. <laughs> Here I go. Here's a nickel for you. I'll get the other one in a couple days. You got, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> thought that counts, Russ. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll just have to see how that goes along, but I figured I would just kind of give you guys a bit of a, uh, peeling back of the curtain so you can you can find out what is what it is that we're doing and a peeling uh, of the banana peeling of the onion even <laughs> onions have layers too you know that's just true <clears throat> so anyway i'll probably um give you guys periodic updates as to when this stuff is going on and, and uh especially when uh, when the patreon site goes live so definitely spread the word when you get a chance and, and also just give um give it a, a chance to be able to flourish for you. We'll see what, how, how it goes. Good so. stuff. Thank you for that, Russ. Oh, not a problem. Do you have any final thoughts, Steve? Um, no, other than uh, everybody should be telling their friends about Joygasm. We want to hear from them, too. Yep. Indubitably. Indubitably. Well, anyway, I think we're going to go ahead and sign off on episode 10. Once again, just as if you didn't hear us enough already, uh, if you have a question, comment, or something saucy to say, you can find us on twitter.com slash joygasmtv. We're also available on facebook.com slash joygasmtv. And actually, Facebook is where we do a lot of our drops. I, I did receive a little bit of feedback from folks who... Um, they like the approach that we are taking with being able to play some of the trailers for movies or games. Um it's a unique approach in the sense that it, it just, it's completely more of that, that audio experience. Um, however, they do want to be able to view that content. And so that is definitely the best place to go. And what I'm trying to do too, to improve it is um, I am going to start labeling um, some of the content that we put up on the Facebook page. And so that way you can keep an eye out for like, Oh, you know, we're going to be talking about this particular trailer or this poster or whatnot. Um, that will appear, um, and that way you, it'll kind of sink in with with what it is that that we're talking about, so you can have that as reference material. One last thing before we go is: um, Have you seen the new teaser poster for the Punisher? Yes, I have. 
Okay. Yeah, I have also posted that on our Facebook page. Um, definitely pretty cool. I'm curious to see how that's going to turn out. I like who they have for the actor. So, and that was a, I, I've. Did you ever see the original Punisher? The I did. One that came out. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't. It was, it was a little bit under budget, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. So I'm curious. I'm. I'm actually really curious about this one. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm. I'm curious too. I, like I said, I think that the the person they have. The, I I can't remember his name offhand, but he was also in The Walking Dead, like the first couple of seasons of The Walking Dead. Well, you know, it's going to be good. I, I think it's going to be pretty good. I, I think, um, once again, massive potential there. We'll just have to get some more information. But on, um, on episode 11, I believe that we will probably dedicate it to Wonder Woman because I think we're going to go, we're going to have another bro day. Oh, sweet. And we're going to go check out Wonder Woman this weekend. So you'll be able to hear all of our um, insights and thoughts into that. It'll probably be a, a spoiler filled episode. Well, right. but maybe we'll do like. Are you going to bring your woman to Wonder Woman? Oh, yeah. Nice. It just, it wouldn't be proper otherwise. Anyway, folks, we're glad you uh, tuned in. We'll see you next time and happy gaming. Take care.